Sessions with Mary Jane. I'm your host, Jordan Free. And I'm your host, Brendan O'Brien. And I'm the third host, Rena Ezra. And we are back with a wonderful episode. We are coming at it with a great musician that uh, stumbled into my life by chance. Uh, and I'm very excited to uh, hear about his musical journey so far and hear uh, about all the other things he's interested in. Uh, Thomas Gaeta, everybody, oh, yeah. of the wow. band Eighth. Yes. A-E-T-H. Sorry, there are stoners out there, so I want to make sure that no, no, it's a good they idea. can hear through my lisp and my cotton mouth. Yeah. Eighth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to spell things, so it'd be very clear. You know, yeah. always, always going to spell things. Yeah, so. nice to have you. Thanks for coming. Yeah, yeah, thank you guys for having me. Man. Where are you coming from? Right now, I'm coming from West Caldwell, New Jersey. Oh, nice, nice, yeah. nice. Is that in Jersey is where you've been all your life? or No, I've been uh, I've been in Jersey for a few years now. So what do you think of Jersey? It's different. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> That's right. Compared to what? To so where? I, I'm originally from upstate New York. Ah. Uh, so like farm town style. Where in upstate New York? We have two people yeah, here from how, Warwick, how far, New yeah. York. Uh, Binghamton, New York. Okay, so, all right. Yeah, so a little bit further. But I, I, I've been to Warwick. Uh, I would say... Um, it's prob- probably a little bit more farmy than, than that area. Okay. Yeah. So it was like 100 kids in my graduated class. Okay. Wow. Um, and so graduated college, moved out to Massachusetts, settled in the Boston area for like 10 years. Ah. Met my now wife out there. We both are from New York originally, both have family in New York, decided to move back closer to our family. So okay. we ended up in New Jersey. Cool. Very okay, cool. What, when you were growing up in Binghamton, was there a... Uh, crossover between the college like did you get into trouble uh not it, it's weird like i lived at home so okay. like i yeah. didn't get into any shenanigans and stuff like i, I met a ton of people I obviously went on party all the time but um mm-hmm. no like no dorm room crazy dorm room stories anything like that so, same mm-hmm. i lived at home yeah i commuted yeah it wasn't too. part of that life <laughs> yeah. yeah well yeah i would wonder if like you had any experiences at ramapo just like growing up there as like a high school or uh, no, I was, <laughs> no, I was the nerd who just watched their theater plays. <laughs> That's the only reason I went to Ramapo, yeah. And then as I got older, then I just went uh, to guys' dorm rooms to hook up. But that's it, yeah. That's the extent of my. <laughs> that's college, man. You asked, there's your answer. Yeah. You well, speaking of li- uh, living places, uh, we, before the podcast, were talking about apartments. Uh, so I have to ask, what is the best apartment you ever lived in and the worst apartment you lived in? Uh, the, the, the worst one I ever lived in, it, was, it wasn't too bad, but it was like, I mean, ceilings half the size of these ceilings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, couldn't get my furniture in, brooches. Mm-hmm. Lovely, can't even come home and open the door and see them scurry on the counter. Oh. Um, and it wasn't even that dirty of a place. It was just <laughs> so many people there. It was just a huge apartment complex. Okay. Um, so I never made that decision again. And, and I would say the last one I lived in before I left was so that one was in Framingham, Massachusetts, which is maybe I don't know thirty five minutes west of Boston. Mm-hmm. And the last one I lived in was Wilmington, Mass, which is. Um, Maybe about 25, 30 minutes north of Boston. Okay. And I lived in like, there was like four of the people who lived in one building and it was brand new and super nice. Okay. So. Any crazy roommate stories? Uh, yeah, actually, the, so the last, the last, it's funny you say that, like, I haven't thought about this story in a long time. Uh, the last place I lived in, there was a couple who lived next door that would fight all the time. Mm. And we'd hear them fight and it, it would get pretty bad. Like, we were like, you know, me and my girlfriend would be like, should we call the cops? Oh, like you know? bad physical. <clears throat> bad, bad, like it sounded like something was, sounded like something was going on. Okay. And this went for a few weeks and I would occasionally see the woman outside who, who lived next door and she would talk to me and I would, I would know something was not right in her head. Uh, I could tell something, something was going on. And uh, a couple weeks later, we stopped hearing fights, and I saw in the news that she died of a heroin overdose. Whoa. And this was like, this is a nice town, nice apartment complex, nothing crazy. And uh, so that was like weird to know, but like I heard this woman had like her last arguments, her last like, few weeks of life was pretty, pretty crazy shit. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably my craziest story. Wow, well, that yeah. is rough. Well, I mean, it goes to show it really doesn't matter what community or how what the economic status is. A drug's a drug. Yeah. And a drug addict's a drug addict. Yeah. Like, like, it is wild. When yeah. It does happen so close to you, and you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy like, shit. It's crazy. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Sorry. 
No, no, it's Jinx. Jordan, I did the moment. I was, I was gonna uh, liven the mood a little bit. There you uh, go. <laughs> and I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna ask you, uh, how did you come to music? Was that a lifelong thing? Or? Uh, yeah. So I've been. So I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna be forty this year. I've been playing music since I was thirteen. Wow. Uh, started off on guitar. So long time. Um, and if you, I mean, if you want to go through the whole story, I will. Like I started off, it was yeah. me and my buddy who, who is the lead singer at Eighth, um, and uh, we started off together. Started learning how to play guitar together, and um, you know, eventually started a band. And when you started, you know, we were probably I, I think I was like thirteen or fourteen, fifteen in that age range when we started playing live shows, hmm. like crazy, wow. yeah. Um, all co- all cover stuff. So we we're you know Stone Temple Pilots, Nirvana, Pearl Jam. All that shit, and uh, so very, very young, we were, you know, playing, at, started playing at coffee shops, and there was one bar in town that really liked us, so we started like playing at bars, and you know, crowds started getting hairy. Uh, what bar people, was that? Is it still around? Uh, it's not still around. It's in, in Binghamton, uh, Strike Zone. Okay. It's called the Strike Zone. Nice. Yeah, it was like a it was wow. Like a dive. Strikes now it's out. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, so wait, can I ask uh, what songs? did you start practicing guitar on? Did you start doing that work, like, in the initial stages? Probably Nirvana. Nirvana, like, if you play guitar... I'm too far from the mic, sorry, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hear your soft voice, yes. I, okay. I thought he was saying, give me money. Red Stu, hello, hello. I told you Nirvana was the easiest uh, I knew it, but I knew it. <laughs> okay, so no, Nirvana, you started practicing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you play guitar, you know Nirvana is the easiest shit to play. So, well, is there anybody else in your family who is um, musically gifted, talented? Or yeah, my, my dad. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't know because my, my dad always had a drum set in our mm-hmm. house, and um, like growing up, he never played it. Okay. So, so I, I like, I didn't really know like if he played it or what was going on with this weird drum set, and he eventually sold it. And um, and then like years later, I found out he was like in a band where they like dressed up like the Beatles and they played Beatles songs and shit like that. Uh, so, your dad like, had this whole other life. Yeah, yeah, and he has like all these pictures of him like they're all him and everybody's wearing suits and they're like you know he's doing like the Ringo Star. Oh, like, <laughs> uh, your dad is Ringo. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 like it's like weird. I, I never heard him play or, or anything. So and he lives and he lives on the West Coast now. So. And, you, wait, you, and you still never have heard him play? Still never heard him play. Wow. What? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Why? So obviously he knows I'm a musician, but like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like he never played growing up. I think he just, just didn't want to play drums anymore. Yeah. Were you the reason? It might have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I got two older brothers too, so he's probably like three kids. I don't got time to play drums anymore. So, but he's seen you play. Has um, he seen you perform? Yes, he has actually. Yes, he has. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back in the day. Back in the day. We. I mean, I haven't played out in a long time now, but um, I'm mostly just a studio musician now. Do everything. Recording. Yeah. Do everything. Yeah. Write everything at home. Record it. You know, you can be a studio musician with a laptop and an audio interface and studio speakers now. So, cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. When when did you make the transition into being a studio musician? Um, probably when I moved. Like so, like after college, you know, me and all my friends split up and went to different areas. And it wasn't for a couple years, I think, until everybody was like, "Oh, you know, we can start writing music again." And then we found a way to basically write music online. Okay. So. Yeah, and I, I mean now, now I basically I have a studio in my basement now. Um, you know, I got electronic, like a full drum kit, electronic. Oh, so awesome. it's very easy to record in. You know, I got all my guitars. I, I play guitar, bass, and drums. Um, so I just I record everything right in my computer with, mm. with one audio interface, and I have a program called Cakewalk that I mix everything in. Yeah. Um, I mean it's it's super time consuming, but it's also super easy. Like if I if I didn't have a day job, I could. I mean. I am a music, musician trapped in a corporate guy's body, is what yeah. I always say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I need, I need to make money to survive, but, like, I would just play music all day long if I could. Yeah. You know, I'm constantly writing songs. I have, like, I have a, this program on my, this app on my phone that I, you know, every time I get an idea, I record it in. I have, like, 500 ideas, and, you know, I have, like, 16 songs that are halfway written on my computer, and I'm just constantly, constantly writing shit. Yeah. Where are you most often when uh, ideas for songs come to you? Um, that's a good question. Or, 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 or what are you that's doing? Yeah, answer. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why they invented those so, uh, notepads. Mm-hmm. They don't get wet in a yeah. pencil. I have two of those. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's weird, and actually, that that it gets that question's harder to answer as I get older because 
a lot of days now, like, I listen to podcasts a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I love stand-up comedy. Uh, always listening to podcasts. Um, and it's like, so I'm not really hearing any new music. And I also don't hear a lot of new mm-hmm. artists that I like. So it's like, it's tough mm-hmm. to get the creative juices flowing. So what I have been doing is, instead of like, I, I will occasionally be like laying in bed and I hear a melody in my head. And I'll be like, I gotta fucking record that mm-hmm. shit right now. Um, and, I'll, and I'll go grab my acoustic guitar and record in just like the melody. Because I, I have tons of things like that on my phone where it's like five seconds of me just doing a melody. And I can like hear where that song is going to go. Uh, but other people are like, it's just a shitty riff on your mm-hmm. phone. But um, <laughs> yeah, so, so what I started doing is I, I would go in my basement. I start recording stuff in um, as I think of it. And then I, and then I kind of develop on it. Like I would literally sit down for a couple hours and riff on my ideas, and I found that works for my lifestyle now. Is it's like because I'm not I'm not like hearing a song anymore and going oh like like back in the day I would heard a song and be like oh it's a cool melody I could I could probably develop on that melody. Nowadays it's more like um, what's in deep in my brain and let me sit down and like dig through my brain and try to figure out what's going on and, and music just comes out. It's, yeah. it's scary sometimes. How much of that do you think is like just getting older or how much of that is just like that you're not into the music that as much that is coming out right now? Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely, it's a combination of both. I, mm-hmm. I don't really know. It, it's like music. I don't know for you guys. Are you, what are you guys like late twenties, early thirties ish? Yes. yes. Yeah. Correct. So <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> yes. I'm 22 years old. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. <laughs> I don't know how it is for you guys growing up with music, but like, you know, 10 years ago, I had, a li- like, if you asked me who my favorite bands were, I knew, you know, I could give you 10 bands, and it's like, I don't really like those bands anymore, and then I can't think of a new band that I like anymore, hmm. but with that said, I listen to a lot of new shit, it's mostly, it's mostly different now, it's like, I listen to like, chill hop, and like, weird stuff where you don't really need to know the artist, you just put on a radio station, yeah. you listen to 500 songs, and you're like, oh, I like them all, cool, I don't even need to know who they are anymore, Yeah. so it's, it's, um... I don't know, it's different now. It's weird. Yeah, no, I agree. Because I, I feel like, I, I kind of hate that, but like a lot of times I, I'm like, I'll just like put on what the algorithm like recommends to me and I'm like, man, they get me more and more right every time because that's how algor- algorithms <laughs> work. Um, but yeah, do you remember the first album that you ever got? Ooh. I hear, see, I hear this question on podcasts all the time. Yeah, yeah I'm well, always like, shit. We're bringing that, on that this one, podcast. You, you had warning. <laughs> that, that and um, like, like, what is the first concert you ever went to? And I'm like, shit, I can never remember that. Yeah. Oh. Um, I think the first concert I went to was Jethro Tull. Like, my mom took me to oh, Jethro Tull break concert. Break Very break. strange. Yeah. And at Emerson Lake and Palmer, too. Um, if you know who those guys are, like 70s bands, like 70s progressive rock bands. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, first album that I ever got. That was a tough question. It was probably a Beatles album, and it was probably, you know, my dad's influence, if I had to guess. Yeah. But I'm not a huge fan of the Beatles, and I know it's like, like, uh, people like... You never were? The Beatles. You never were, or like, or just like I, recently? I, back in the day, I was. Back in the, like, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, 10 years old, listening to the Beatles, but, um... You, like, think they're corny? I just, I don't see, like, people are like, Paul McCartney's the greatest musician in the world, and, like, I can think of a hundred musicians who are better than he is. And it, but it's all genre, right? A lot of, yeah. lot of, lot of yeah, sure. like, I listen to a lot of heavy metal, and, like, people and heavy metal are, like, fucking awesome. You know, like, drummers, heavy metal drummers are, like, sick, and like, they do really hard shit, and mm-hmm. it's, like, people don't realize that there's, you know, there's a, there's a ton of guitarists out there who are amazing, like, a guy like Guthrie Goban, I don't know if you guys ever heard of him. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he does instrumental music, but he's, like, one of those guys, like, uh, he's, like, a Steve Vai or a Joe Satriani, you know, they, they tour... And they just do instrumental music, but mm-hmm. but their guitar is like the main show. Like you go there to watch that guy play guitar. Okay. Um, and a guy like Guthrie Govan is amazing, and he's and like nobody knows who he is. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just went off on a tangent. Is that yeah. what we're talking about? That's no, a good question. Yeah. <laughs> That's the podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, first album. It was probably Beatles album. Yeah. Um, I, I certainly I respect the Beatles. Like, I respect, I'll respect, like, Black Sabbath, you know, like, everybody says Black Sabbath started metal. Sure, cool. Uh, I can respect that, but I don't like Black Sabbath at all. Yeah. Oh, you never liked Black Sabbath? Never liked them, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Is it, is it like, a, a thing that where you know why you don't, or do you, like, listen to it, and you're like, yeah, this doesn't click with me at all? Uh, I Yes, I know why I don't, and it's because, it, it, the way I am as a musician, I'm like, if I can play that, then it doesn't interest me. Mm, interesting. <laughs> yeah, so like a lot of music I'll listen to and I'm like, I can play the guitar, the bass, and the drums. And like, 
with today's technology, I can make it sound better than you made it sound. Mm-hmm. And it, so it, do, it doesn't interest me. And that's not, it doesn't come from like a place of like arrogance or like, I think I'm awesome. It just comes from like, that's how my brain works. I want to, I want to hear stuff where I'm like, Ooh, how did that guy just do that? Yeah. That stuff. Yeah. Well, what would you say to people when they have the dispute or the conundrum where they're like, ah, computer <coughs> making music, computer taking over instead of people actually playing the instruments? Well, no, I, I do play all the instruments. No, I know, but, but I'm saying there are, pe- yeah, oh, like yeah. one where people have the program that oh. it does the beats or the I don't know what the term is yeah. um but for each instrument you can pull from you're not actually playing an instrument and everything is computerized and did that I, I think so I, I listen to I listen to a lot of different types of music like I I would say heavy metal is my favorite but I listen to a ton of like EDM uh chill hop um electronica like I, I love all that shit and I would say there's definitely something to uh like being a minimalist um which I kind of associate with that electronic world like it's mm-hmm. like but you gotta have you gotta have um, melody too. You know, it's not just you can't just throw a bunch of shit together and have it sound good. It's it's gonna be it's gotta have a good melody. And, and like when I listen to electronic music, it's usually because I want like I enjoy that like minimalist. Like give me a couple different sounds, give me give me a catchy hook that I can pay attention to. Um, that that's what I like about that stuff. So I don't think there's anything wrong. It's just a different genre. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, is there any music that you like listening to, but you're like I do not want to play that music? <laughs> um, Good question. Taylor Swift. <laughs> no, I don't like listening to Taylor Swift. <laughs> He's like, I play Taylor Swift and I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. listen to her and I don't get it. I'll say that loud. Because <laughs> um, those Swifties can't attack me. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> I have to edit that out. This is not ridiculous though. People are actually yeah, fearful. They're like, oh, you can't say that out loud. Yeah, yeah the Swifties it's are on the way already. It's it just doesn't there. jive with me. Like, I don't, I don't like it. I don't, it doesn't give me anything. I don't feel anything from it. Every single song sounds exactly the same. Other people can like it, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say there's um, some of the music I really like is music that I would never take on because I don't think I have the time to like put in the effort to like learn. Like stuff like uh, Animals as Leaders, they're semi popular now, but it's another one of these bands where like it's a, they're two, it's two guitarists and a drummer, and they're all like virtuoso. They're, they're all amazing. Mm-hmm. Animals as Leaders, check them out if you've never heard of them. Um, but their music was so complex that it's like I love listening to it, but I'm like I would never even attempt to because I don't, yeah. I don't get the time. I don't mm-hmm. get the time to like sit and practice and like learn. Is it like multi layered? There's a, is it like um, songs like eight <laughs> minutes? Yeah, long song, long songs. They all went to school for music, so they're all like super yeah. talented. Very um, like complex time signatures and stuff. Where like it's not just like uh, four four, you know, like a pop song. It, it, they do very complex stuff. It's not, you can't just like pick up a guitar and play the music. So. I'll have to check them out. Yeah, definitely check them out. Definitely check them out. Nice. Wow. Where, uh, where did your, uh, interest in movies come from? Have you Uh, always been a fan? Probably my dad, again. My dad, like, would let us watch movies that we shouldn't have been watching when we were kids. Like, 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 why? Yeah. Um, let me think. Let me think of. A, I don't know, like something like Die Hard or something like that. Like I probably, I probably watched that when I was really young. I don't know when Die Hard came out, but um, yeah, move, action movies, a lot of swearing and killing, mm. stuff like that. Like I was probably watching that shit too young, and then uh, uh, I just got into movies a lot. And you know, when we, uh, me and my friends growing up with kids, we used to make movies all the time. Oh, cool. Like we were so we said we say all the time like we're so pissed that YouTube wasn't around when we were kids, man. Like all these people that are like like Lonely Island. Or like, uh, <laughs> the guys who are on SNL now, please, uh, please don't destroy. Is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't destroy. Yeah, like those little clips that they make. We're like, man, that's the shit that we were doing when we were kids. Yeah, um, I still got all those videos too. It's yeah. hilarious to go back and watch it once in a while. But Do you remember any of them? I knew the videos that we made. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> there's one in particular. Uh, just a dumb. These are just dumb skits. Uh, we have one called Ninja Football. <laughs> and it's me and my two buddies dressed like ninjas and doing all the stuff that's politically incorrect nowadays about you know just you know talking like a ninja would talk we'll say mm-hmm. air quotes uh and just playing football mm-hmm. and um i don't know it's just funny yeah. just using fun, fun, many fun. different cultures <laughs> yeah. with american yeah. football yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just dumb shit like young kids dumb having fun yeah um 
But yeah, we tried to make like, we have like a movie that's like two hours long, which we call Bloodline. <laughs> wow. Yeah. wow. I mean, I mean, if you, if you want, if you guys watch it, you'd be like, what is this pile of trash? But to us, it was like gold, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But we had, back in the day, we like, I remember we went to the mall and you know, we bought like special effects stuff so we could do like kill scenes, you know? Oh, cool. Yeah. Like guy, guy gets like a railroad spike in his head and yeah. we like did all the makeup and stuff for that. So that's pretty cool. No, that's, that's really special about games like to like make a movie at that age. Yeah. Because you're like, because like, you know that you're not going to be able to do like do like things on the scale of like the movies you see but you're like we can come we can, we can try and come close though and like it's like almost and, like especially when you go back and look at it it's like endearing to see like the creativity that goes into it when you have like yeah. no resources at all yeah, as a yeah. child you know yeah. also you have more appreciation because yeah. just like you realize you're like oh wow this takes a while you realize yeah. how many you know how much resources and people it is to put this thing together and yeah. then when you see something like john wick 4 and you're like oh my god this is ridiculous yeah. Again, like, there's yeah. no way if I tried doing like a choreographed <laughs> stunt scene, it would look so amateur compared to something like that. But it, those people are like the best of the best at their job doing yeah. it. Yeah, um, but it's pure entertainment, especially for young kids. I mean, even Brendan teaches young kids doing improv now. They have they have an obsession with violence. They do. They, they write right. like they're very contact. They're very interested so in it. Yeah. There's yeah. something about it. Yeah. I like doesn't. I think there's like I don't know. <sighs> Anyone I know growing up, there was something about action films or there was something about, like when you said Die Hard, I was thinking The Shining. I probably watched that way too young. Yeah. Still something, you have a whole that's, hallway full of blood. That scene with the bunny, the, the guy in the yeah. room, you remember that? <laughs> I still don't know what's going on. <laughs> There's still something that just like, you know, it does something neurologically where you're like, ah, like yeah. what, how is this making me feel? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I saw Pulp Fiction in the theaters, oh, and I don't wow. even know when that, 1995, I mean, I was probably, was I 13? I, I don't know when it came out, but yeah. I, like, definitely way too young to see that movie. Yeah. Definitely too young to see that movie. Yeah. Now, do you think you're, you were too young, or are you, is it just like, oh, like, by, like, society standards? It's by like, society standards. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah well, I mean, how much do you comprehend? You'd have to watch it again. You yeah. watch it at 13, you're not getting everything. Right. So I just mean, as far as, like, the... Right, your your brain power processing or how, but like, I don't know if I like I I don't know. I'm just thinking <laughs> she's like um what is the he just like you know stabs her with the needle or injection to wake her up because she's yeah. whatever. There's just so much going on. It's in very that. the very educational segment. It, listen, <laughs> at a young age, you learn that if someone has a heart attack, you know yeah, to right? inject them yeah. with adrenaline. Also, yeah, I guess it's motivation to now go into like dance competitions. Totally. You're like, oh, oh yeah, I can totally. Very inspirational for kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. Um, agreed by society standards. Yeah. Um, but also, I, I do think a lot of films need a rewatch. Like mm. there are things or. I was talking to somebody the other day about just cartoons, watching as a kid, then watching it as an adult. You realize you missed certain signals. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you're just yeah, like, yeah. oh, because it's made by adults. And yeah. you're like, oh, <laughs> I get what's in here now. Okay. Yeah. So it's nice that you have a new experience with it um, yeah. as you, you know, further and further different phases of your life. But it's insane. Do you yeah. have kids? Yeah, I got two kids, yeah. Okay, wait. So, um, do you have ground rules? Or are you like only Pulp Fiction at 17? <laughs> <laughs> well, there, so I, I actually just had one. I had just had one in January, my second one. Congratulations. Oh, I got a baby got a fresh out. Baby. Yeah, and my my first one's only three years old. So oh, so Pulp Fiction in a few years. Yeah, yeah, a few okay. years, few years. But it's <laughs> it's crazy now trying because my three year old wants to watch movies, and it's uh, interesting to see you know movies that are rated PG sometimes. Like when I watch them, I'm like. What's going on in this movie? Like, why, is it, why is this for kids? Mm. Uh, yeah. I gotta, Wait, I do great... they have the attention span? Can they sit in one yeah, spot? Yeah, my daughter definitely oh, wow. can. And then all that shit, like, you might hear parents say, like, I'm never letting my kid watch TV. It's absolutely impossible nowadays. Yeah. That's we're, we're on our phones yeah. all the time. We're yeah. watching TV whenever we, and you can't keep yeah. your kid off that shit. But, Get um, them signed up for AMC A-listers now. <laughs> <laughs> your grandfather did. But there's, there's a crazy movie on Disney. I don't know if you guys have heard of this movie called Red Panda. Oh, I haven't seen it, but seen the previews for it. So I was yes. letting my daughter watch it one day, and it's about this this little Asian girl who uh, is not even nominated for an Oscar. Actually. Was it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> so I, I definitely don't get anything that's going on now. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay. so so one once a month she turns into a red panda. Uh huh. 
So, like, and her mom buys her, you know, feminine products and stuff. Yeah. And, it, like, that's the whole, that's the whole concept. It's just, like, once, once a month, and it's, like, this little girl. Yeah. And, yeah, so once a month she turns into a red panda. Oh, okay. Um, and I was just, like, my, my daughter was watching it, and my daughter, like, is, like, why is she turning into a panda? And I was, like, oh, we're not watching this anymore. Wait, there's like, no explanation? As to why she turned into Red Panda? I, I didn't watch the whole movie. Oh. But it's like it's like a, it's a movie for like young girls going through puberty. But, right. it's, but it's like a cartoon. Yeah. And it's like aimed at like kids. Yeah. Well, I mean, Pixar came out with Soul. I didn't see Soul. Okay, well, yeah, that's a hard one to explain to kids. Yeah. That's literally about a, a, a character dies. Really? And his soul goes through a journey. And it's a children's movie. Wow. It is PG for kids Pixar. Yeah. But so much of Pixar also is very adult. You're, you're telling me these toys come to life and they have their own mission. It's Actually, beyond. In, in Toy Story, I tried watching it the other day and they say like, oh, you stupid idiot. And they like hit each other. And I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I never cared about that shit until my kids watch it. And I'm like, I don't want my kid watching that. Like, Dad, shut up, you stupid idiot. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's exactly. why I simply said Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy. It's different, different time now. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But what um what about music for them? Is there anything they tap into musically or something? Like any I know it's very early, yeah, but it's is there early. anything you can tell? I do I play jazz for my older daughter uh every single night. Oh, oh that's so So crazy. it's like we have we have you know, we let her watch TV when she gets home from daycare, we let her watch TV for a little bit and then you know, we say quiet play time and I will put on jazz. So some form of jazz. Um and um, she doesn't seem to mind it, but she doesn't say much. Okay. If, if it was up to her to choose, she would listen to the song Jingle Bells on repeat all day long. I, I don't know what it is about Jingle Bells. Mm. That's her favorite song. It's a banger. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's a banger. It's, it's a banger. It's a banger. Yeah. yeah, it's been around so long. Yeah. So, well, you mentioned jazz. Um, and also with your musical career, what kind of traveling have you done? For, for like performing at different venues at, outside of the tri-state area. Uh, ha- I have not done that. Yeah. Where would you go if you had a chance to do that? Um, I know, now you have young kids, yeah. Yeah, yeah now, now it's like out of the question. But, oh, um, now you're turning into your dad. That's right. That's, right. <laughs> that's why I said I made the, the, made the transition. To, yeah, the studio <laughs> musician, I'm going to be the guy in the basement. She'd be like, what's dad doing? Yeah. Yeah. She'd be like, dad, I never knew you turned yeah. into a beetle. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, playing out was more appealing when you're younger, and as you get older, it's like, it's a little bit less appealing, and... It's a rough um, lifestyle. It is. For people to do it consistently. It definitely is, and I definitely, uh, I feel like the way my brain works is I can, um, I'm, like, way more productive, and I can do what I want to in my basement and when I write music. Um, it just seems to work better for me. Like, I, I would love to, nice. like, if, like, if I could choose a career, it would be writing music for other people. Mm. Ah. I think I think the, the the whole act of going out and playing and like getting your all nerves your nerves worked up like I I know you do stand up you you guys both do stand up no, we do improv improv, improv? Yeah. yeah so like are you nervous every time you go up or is it like get, is it kind of going away now no I get more nervous afterwards yeah uh, yeah like how, how do people view it. No, it's more just like I'm like fuck. I gotta talk to people. I just use all my energy in the show, and, yeah. and it's more okay. like, like the social anxiety of it. Yeah. But like, um, no, because I, I think I'm I'm like just like looking forward to because because I'm always aware of how much I enjoy it. It's like, more before. exciting. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm just, I'm I'm just like so excited because it feels like like I, like playtime, like yeah. going out there, you know. Uh, mostly because like part of it's because like improv is like built that way. Like it's very like playful, very like imaginative. So it's like yeah. it's always like enjoyable to do that, even when like, it's bad. That's like, okay, how are we going to figure out the way out of the situation? You yeah. know? So, That's yeah. a challenge, yeah. I also do look at nerves as, like, that is your tool. That's your adrenaline. And that's yeah. the thing you're using to go into this performance. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but also, I mean, I yeah, I still get nervous. But I do think it's, like, over time kind of thing. Like, if we were performing more consistently per month or doing, like, I don't know. I think just naturally yeah. you would get used to it. Um, but, yeah, I understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, definitely. So I definitely like, um, yeah, I like writing music on my own time and recording stuff on my own time. Um, well, where have you traveled? Um, where you saw like live music, like jazz? Like, have you been to New Orleans and you saw jazz and you're just like, oh my god, like you know, because it's yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I've been to New Orleans. Yeah, I've seen jazz in New Orleans. Um, if, if I mean, if you're in the French Quarter, if you guys have ever been, it's that people. There's like. That kid went to school there, oh, Jordan. Yeah, so I've been nice. a few times just because 
he's brought me, but yeah. yes. Everybody's playing music out in the streets all, all the time. It's, it's wild. Really I don't think I've been you walk to a in place out of bar, you like walk in a bar and there's a jazz band and you walk over here and there's like a you know girl playing acoustic guitar. And they're all so talented. Yeah. They're all good. Yeah. It's amazing. I was there and it was just like everybody sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Do you hear music in your dreams? Oh that's a good question. You got a good question. Thanks, man. <laughs> Wait, I want, now you gotta I watch that improv. I watch a lot of hot ones. Yes, and and, and, and that, that dude is just like so good at asking questions. You gotta answer that after. Yeah, yeah, we're the two. Yeah, but you're yeah. better, friend. Oh, yeah. You do it on the spot. He's a script. That's true, you're right. Fuck him. No. <laughs> <laughs> As he downs hot sauce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I do. No. No, I don't mm. think I hear sound in my dreams. I don't think yeah. I do either. Yeah, I don't think I do either. Well, great. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention no. We're all in silence. No, no. I feel like I feel like I definitely I I can imagine hearing like I it feels like I'm hearing music in nightmares more than it is dreams. Like Sure. Yeah. Or like the feeling of music. Yeah, like, like like that kind of like Christopher Nolan. Like, what? Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like like if I recount dreams where I was really terrified, that's what it feels yeah. like. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. Is that just vibrations from your body? Is my, is my brain that- fucking with me? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Wait, will, do you know when you're? Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Do you know when you are you? I maybe we have a discussion. Are you aware when you're in the dream? Um, or when it gets to a point where it's really bad, then your body tries to like wake you up. It's a bad. I feel like most of the time it's like once I realize I'm in the dream that I'll wake up very shortly after. But I feel like there, I definitely have had dreams where I've like like consciously thought like, is this a dream? And then my my dream will convince me that it, it, that it's not a dream, and I'm like, okay, and then I just go back to dreaming. <laughs> You're so gullible. Too. Yeah, I'm like, alright, you say so. <laughs> He's talking unicorn. <laughs> That's why Brendan should sleep anyway. It's true. <laughs> Yo, that is true. He can, yeah. Train station. Yeah. That's why I think he's homeless. That's yeah. Got a home, man. I like to sleep. Got <laughs> <laughs> the combination. <laughs> Next to a uh, construction site. Yeah, yeah. Love sleep. Yeah. Are you a good sleeper? No. No. No, I was actually going to say, so you, you asked me the dream question. I, I will go to bed. Sometimes when I'm laying in bed, I hear songs I'm working on in my head. Um, and I will wake up with the solution to whatever mm. like I need, I need to find uh, a, I need to find a part that fits in between these two parts and I like fall asleep <clears throat> thinking about the song not on purpose I wish I didn't you know, I'm like, I feel like it's like a curse mm, yeah. <laughs> like I, I sleep like shit because of it and but and I wake up sometimes the next day and I'll be like I know exactly what I need to do to make those two pieces go together yeah, so, yeah but that's so, awesome yeah, that it's a weird you thing figure it out yeah instead of what is the longest time or do you still have parts of songs on the shelf? What is the longest time where you just haven't figured out the solution to the ending or the beginning? You're just like, ah, oh, man, I can't, like, I cannot get this one. I'm working on a song right now that I wrote the first riff for. Um, I think it was dated 2012. So it's been 11 mm. years. Wow. And it's, it, I've had it, I, I, like I told you, I keep all my riffs on my phone. I have a bunch on my computer too. And I, I would send them to buddies, anybody interested in this. And I had a buddy just recently say, hey man, that riff from 2012, I like, can you turn it into a song? <laughs> and I literally, and, and I have, I have a demo of the song if you guys want to hear it. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it, it's like in the mixing process. So I, it's like not, not anywhere in like a good, you know, uh, whatever, making it publicly available yet. But, um. Yeah, so so like I took one little riff that I wrote, you know, eleven years ago, and just created a whole song out of it. So you have the whole song on your phone. I have the whole song on my phone. Yeah. yeah. Do you mind playing it? Yeah. I mean, do you want me to play it on the here, here, here right now? I mean, it's it, it's a it's like a, in the, the mixing demo. process. I'm, yeah. yeah. So I'm scared to play it though because it's it's now, rough. Now we're excited. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> you introduced it. Yeah. I didn't. Oh god! Do you want me to play it right now? Yeah, yeah only sure. you want to. Yeah, yeah, we get all well, that up Cut it out if it's no good. This yeah. is made for music. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, this well, is a recording for bands. Yeah. And while uh, we are finding the yeah, music, yeah, plug L and H. Yeah, um, <laughs> coming up we have. Uh, hmm, what what do we even have coming up? So in May, <laughs> it's good. we took a little hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, May, uh, the musical improv group Duly Noted has yeah. a show back at Westchester Collaborative Theater. Music. Yeah. So we'll be uh, making up an improvised musical on the spot that you've never seen before because we don't even know what it's gonna be yet, and you'll find out that night what it is. So, um, and then June. I oh no, also April twenty uh, ninth. 
uh, Gloves Off Comedy Round 2. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be doing some stand-up out in Bristol Borough in the ring. So if you ever wanted to uh, go to a boxing gym comedy show, now is your chance. Yeah, and also I don't know if any of you out there uh, know how to read, but if you do, we've got some <laughs> uh, some original fictional pieces on our series Long Tail Short Hair, where we have original short stories that are about lots of different things. Some might scare you, some might make you laugh, some might make you pee your pants. Go read them, Long Tail Short Tails. Back to you. Or you can listen. Yeah, or listen. Oh yeah, or listen. Yeah, sorry. If you can't read, also you can listen to it. So yeah, yeah. Great, great stories. And yeah. then in June we have Late Night Hump Show. Yep. Very, very special late night hump show. Put it on your calendar. Yeah. What is the date? We don't know. June eighth. June 8th. Is that that's a Friday? Uh, it sounds like a Friday. It's so far ahead. Yeah, but we'll just, just block off the whole month of June, and we'll find things for you to do, but <laughs> until the show comes out. So, all right. Okay, back to our regular scheduled program. All right. So, do I just you really want do you want to plug it in or? Uh, we can just do it here, okay. and I can replace it if I need to. What? Wait, what am I doing? Do you just make it as loud as possible? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, anybody listening, this is a demo. It's a work in progress. Sessions of Mary Jane exclusive.
people from Rush. <laughs> I love how one part blended into the other. That was Thank great, you. and the riff is so not loud. Yeah, Thank you. so that will have vocals on it. That's just an I was just about to ask. Yeah, so I, I, I forgot to play that. You do vocals? <laughs> no, I don't do vocals. You so write I, the lyrics, though? No, I don't. Oh. So I don't, I don't do anything vocal-related, but I have a buddy who's, uh, he has vocals, rough vocals to that right now. Cool. Oh. So I should have, I should have prefaced that. Um, but yeah, so no, no vocals there. Um, that's and... such a great jam to listen. Oh just yeah, thank you. Though. Yeah, that right in the middle where they like the the one that comes back around toward the end is great. Yeah, yeah. So I had a buddy. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how this song came. Because I don't think I've ever written a song like this. So that that riff, that's that that that's a song I wrote eleven years ago. Oh, back when like you know dance rock was like. Everybody was doing dance rock. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys like minus the bear heard any bands yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bands were like everything had a dance beat. Mm-hmm. So like I wrote that riff a long time ago, and my my buddy was like, I really like that. Can you write me a dancey song? And I said sure, but he goes, I just got a fretless bass, so that the, there's a couple of quiet parts in there where I'm mm-hmm. playing fretless bass. Yeah. And he goes, I want you to do a couple of bass solos in the song too. So he's like, you got to figure out how to work those in. Yeah. So like. I'm like, how do I write a dancey song that also has fretless bass solos? Because that's like very jazz. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of how. That's and great. then I'm also like, uh, you know, I, like I said, I like metal. So like some of those parts is a little, they, they like oh, yeah. go on the verge of metal. There's some double yeah. bass and stuff. But then I have like the jazzy parts and then I have the dancey parts. It's a parts. great mix. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That's yeah. why I was saying Rush because I was just like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like this is. Yeah. I, I love. I'm fun, it's funny you say that because the guy from Rush is like famously a really good bass player. So oh, I, I don't, I don't necessarily re- even like Rush that much, but like I get told a lot that my bass style is like the guy. Get from out Rush. of here! You don't like Rush that much. <laughs> I, 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 I try. <laughs> I, I think, oh um, sure, you can do all the drums. Rush can do right. He's a cake. Drum on. Yeah, why don't we just sing know, like with, the other with, guy? With Neil Bird, I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely like. I, I Rush is one of those bands that always try to get into, and I there's just something that I just I can't lock onto with yeah. them. But I like bands like uh, to me. I hear some Yes influence in that. If you guys mm. ever listen yeah, to yeah. Band, Yes, Yes has like that that same kind of bass tone that I like. That's like really high pitched, um, and it becomes like another instrument in the song. You know, a lot of people use bass. It's low tone. Yeah, it's in the background, and it, but it keeps it keeps like the structure of the song. I like to use it as like a lead instrument. Um, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's like it's like almost it's it's like you hear it in every every part. Yeah. Have you done any like musical scoring for film or had any interest in that? I'd love to. Yeah. You guys know anybody, man? Yeah. Uh, like seriously, even I was gonna say to you guys, if you guys yeah. want a theme song for your podcast, yo, you got you got a guy if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like I was like listening to some, I'm like, man, I because like there's like certain things like if there's certain points there where I was like I felt like. Uh, it was like like the musical score from like an anime or something like, like oh like, like, yes, like, like, yes. It, you know? so, yes yeah are there are there any shows or movies like musical or like theme wise that uh that like either inspire you or they think are particularly musically interesting like the theme song yeah or, yeah um I, I like the succession theme yeah song. Oh, yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a chill hop guy and that's like on the verge of chill really good, hop yeah. Um, the White Lotus theme song from season one. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's a really that like creeps into my brain. Yeah, yeah. I love when people mock it on uh, Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like so, it's so weird. When I first heard, it, I'm like, what is this shit? And by the end, I'm like, this song is crazy. Man. Yeah. It's in my head. Yeah. So somebody had like the vision to say like people are gonna hate this at first, but they're gonna love it in the end. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> with, with with TV shows now, especially it's like God, it's not necessarily memorable. Like you really, oh, yeah. I guess it's how how TV shows always were. Like like if you can get the song stuck in someone's head, they're more likely to remember it and they're yeah. more likely to watch it again. Like even though like like the Brady Bunch, which is like a cor- it's corny, but it's like it's so yeah. memorable. It's like da 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 da, yeah. and like the and theme song. Yeah. Right, so like, what is the feeling of the show? Like, White yeah. Lotus song is very much the tone of yeah. the show. You're yeah. like, oh, I don't know what this is. Oh, it's a little crazy. What's happening? Right, right. Right. Oh, stop blooming. Sure. Oh, what? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Totally, yeah. Like watching Succession. Same thing when we started watching Severance. I was just like, oh my god. Oh I yes. Oh start, yeah, Severance. Yeah, that's a good so one. I didn't even yeah, start watching really the gone. show yet. I mean, we 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 watched the season. Um, but when we first when I first just saw the intro, I was hooked. Also yeah. with how it looked. Visually, yeah. Yep. Was amazing. Yep. I would um, agree with that. Sorry, I interrupted you, Benjamin. I think that was the end. <laughs> well, he, I'm bouncing off if oh, yeah. TV show theme uh, songs. What uh, movie soundtracks were you very got like attached to? 
I'm gonna go back to like top of my mind Pulp Fiction right off the bat again. Yeah. Like I, I went and bought that album, the Pulp Fiction album. Uh, I listened to the Django, the soundtrack for yeah. Django Unchained, constantly on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Die in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Very different, very oh, different moods. Uh, but yeah, I listened to that one nonstop. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, it, and then that's like one of the things that Quentin Tarantino gets a lot of credit for is like he has like he has very good taste in a lot of things. And like some people like will be like, oh, he like rips certain things off, but like. As far as like the music goes, he like really knows how to pair music with visuals, and he really knows yeah, how to like make like interesting choices that you would not expect that like somehow works when you're yeah. watching it. Well, what are the aspects of a filmmaker? Like it's subject. I think it Asshole. varies. <laughs> it varies for each person. If you were to ask somebody that, but I think you do have to have a culmination of like what am I visually seeing? What am I auditorily like? What yeah. am I hearing? what am I, uh, like, whatever the performance is, like, you have to, I think the thing that gives the biggest impact is when everything binds together so well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're, like, left leaving the theater and you're just like, oh my, well, we were talking, and not to bring it up again, but John Wick 4, Love it. The love soundtrack, it. oh, it's yeah. just, it's pure two, it's three hours, but it's like you're watching two full-on action. It's three-hour-long movie? Yes. Holy shit. And it, you yeah. don't even, you can't even tell. It's like okay. Yeah, you're, you're in there, you do not you care. You want more, you yeah. want more. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but you're not even thinking, you're just like, oh, well, it, you know, it's action, it's purely stunt choreography, it's like fight scene after fight scene after yeah, fight scene, yeah. right? Well, I'm not, a, I'm not obsessive over dialogue, there's hardly any dialogue in there. Right. But the music that they put with it and the thing that's also driving the physical motion you're seeing. Yeah. And you're, I'm just like, they put a lot of really good EDM in that, that oh, movie. Cool. Um, yeah. And yeah, I wasn't going into John Wick 4. I was not at all thinking about the music. That wasn't even something that I, I was just like, oh yeah, it's not really. Leaving it, I was like, oh my God, made such a difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Great. That's great. Okay, what... Um, soundtrack we could do movie soundtrack or just certain specific songs if you want to pick to narrate your life jesus mm. that's a tough or just question. pick a <laughs> random day <laughs> tomorrow you're like ah oh, i'll you know walk to the tune of uh, blah 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 <laughs> my favorite band by the way <laughs> <laughs> love, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> i love blah 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 too uh, man i don't know it's that's so hard because i feel so differently every day um I definitely, it, it, I started actually keeping track a couple years ago. I listened to so much different music that I had to start keeping track of, like, who are my influences, who are my favorite bands, like, who are the bands, like, some of my favorite bands. I was going to ask you, how long is your Spotify also? Because when you just keep that, like, you have to go through some. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I, I actually, what I what I do, I'm, like, probably just, like, a little bit of my age, too. Like, I still make mix, I'll do, like, mixes nice, of nice. random songs. Yeah. I put them on my phone. It's all digital. It's yeah. not about, like, burning CDs or anything. I'm yeah, like, yeah. crazy. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got 300 yeah. CDs. Uh, <laughs> no, that, that was cool back in the day, but, <laughs> but never because of the problem when but, you get older. But I, I still have that mentality. So what I, I, like, I Shazam every song that I like, and then mm-hmm. when I get to about 23, 25 songs, I make it into, like, this is a time period of, of like, these songs. That's mm-hmm. cool. Uh, I've been doing that for so long. I have 54... Uh, like mix albums on my oh, phone. Wow. I've, been do- I've been doing it for probably, God, probably twenty years. Probably close to twenty years. Wow, that's cool. So and when they, they were, started with CDs, and then now it's digital, digital. When mm-hmm. you listen back, you recall like that part of your yes. life or those memories. It's, it's, it's like, really oh, weird. Yes, I I, I like wow. nostalgia all the time. Like wow. I, I just every time I get in my car, I'm not one of those people that like. Uh, I feel like listening to the CD today. I, I go, I'm gonna put my MP3 player on random and be like, whatever song that the universe is fit, mm-hmm. universe picks. That's what I'm listening to today. Mm-hmm. And that's wicked. Yeah, that's great. It's it's so that that that's why it's so hard. Like I like I like everything from metal to jazz and to like I said electronica and I um. Well, as a musician, you do have to be open to all types. Yeah. Right. All genres. I did start making a list of. Um, call me crazy but a couple years ago i started making a list of like all my favorite songs and shit because i'm you're like, crazy that's what a crazy thing to do <laughs> why is that crazy because <laughs> people always ask you and I'm, I'm like i'm like shit i can never remember in the moment well tom what is it what's your favorite song yeah, tell us, man. i'm gonna tell you some of my favorite songs right. yeah you can't which, pick just one nope one yeah one there's no way you just have one one person. song to listen to for the rest of your life Jingle bells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Where my brain also, that song's very short, <laughs> so you're true. listening to it a lot. <laughs> wow, something sled. Oh, not again. <laughs> so, so this is a list of so like this is randomly if I hear a song come on. Okay. 
And I'm like, I love that song. Um, and, and it's all over the place. So uh, it's a song called And So I Know by SDP. I don't know if you guys like Sun Double Violets. Uh, a song called Angry Johnny by Poe. You ever heard that song? No. no. It's a great song. Uh, do you know who Poe is? She was like popular. All right, so whatever. Uh, we can, I'm taking notes. Not whatever, yeah. We'll, I got to listen yeah, to this oh, later. Okay. Yeah. You got to go back. Angry Johnny it. by Poe. It's uh-huh. a great like alternative sort of, oh, must have been like early 2000s song. Um, you guys heard of Weekend Players? Yes. They have a song called Best Days of Our Lives. Mm-hmm. And a song called Higher Ground. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Higher Ground. Yeah. yeah, they're, they're both in yes. movies. Yeah. Thumbs yes. of shit. When I hear one of those songs, uh, yeah. love that shit. Um, uh, I have Erica Badu on here. Mm-hmm. Nice. Didn't you know? Ice Cube, it was a good day. Every time that song comes mm-hmm. on, I'm like, today is a fucking good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Aesop Rock, Mark Morrison, Return mm-hmm. of the Mac, man. Mm-hmm. Return of the Mac. Every, mm-hmm. That was like when I was in high school. Return of the Mac was was the song. So yeah. when I hear that song, I'm like instantly transported back. But uh, and I and uh, if you guys have ever heard the album Sea Change by Beck, which is like yeah. oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. acoustic depressing. Um, I think that's like a fucking great. See, I think he won an award for that for that album. Probably yeah, he's amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so so random shit. So it's like random random awesome. stuff like that. That. What about may I ask your wife? Do you guys have conflicting tastes? Do you have, I mean, I know you're open to a lot, but if she just listens to like non-stop Taylor Swift and you're like, babe, turn Rita's it off. Rita's got an agenda no. today. Rita, Rita's on a mission. <laughs> I, <laughs> I <am>. to have. <laughs> no, I, I think it's, she, she definitely. Also, do you ask her if you play something for her of, um, and be like, I need your brutal honesty. Is like, this like, my music? Yes. Uh, I, I, know, I don't ask her, but I, I always, I'm a super honest person. So like, I would. I would say like, do you like this part, or you know, do you think whatever? Do you do you hate the vocals in this part? Do you think like I should do a different bassline or something like? Like maybe some stuff like that. But um, I never like I never like go like scrutinize this song and. But um, <laughs> but she's uh, she's like uh, she listens to um. What we just figured out what the genre I figured out what the genre was the other day because she has like a really like she listens to like really interesting kind of like house music that and I'm like I never know who she's listening to. Mm. But it's but like she she knows all the words and I'm like I've never heard oh. the song once. I'm like she's like oh I grew up listening to this song whatever. But mm. I found out the other day there's a radio station called Deep Progressive House mm. and <clears throat> that is like the music that she loves. And um, oh interesting. What is the first concert you guys went to together? Oh, it was um oh I know these guys the Beatles. If she's listening, <laughs> the, Beatles. <laughs> the Beatles we knew it. <laughs> she's like you don't remember. Sings the song "Walk a Tightrope, Walk a Little Tightrope." You ever heard that song? Mm. No. Ah oh, shit! It's like another one of those rock, rock dance songs. I don't have my phone. Yeah. I can do it real quick. Does that ring a bell, Jordan? No, it doesn't. It doesn't ring a bell. Hmm. It means no bells, no no, no jingle, jingle bells. bells. Oh, wow. No. Your jingle bells get so much playtime on this podcast today. Oh, Walk the Moon. You guys ever heard? Oh, of walk oh yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. That was our first concert together. Oh, nice. That's we good. have a picture from the night, too, actually. Oh. That, that might have been like one of our first dates, actually. Mm. Like our picture, we were still kind of like awkward. I would be standing next to each other. Yeah. Maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, how'd you guys meet? Uh, met online. Yeah. Like all the kids are doing nowadays. Yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. She, uh, yeah, it, I think that was, I think she had just got on an app for the first time, and I just got on. We, we'd both gotten out of long-term relationships. Okay. So, Wait, can I ask which app? Uh, I think it was OK Cupid. It was, it's been like, I think, we met in 2015, so. Oh, yeah, uh, been a while. Been a while, yeah, seven years. Yeah, I tried OK Cupid. Yeah. Was it OK Cupid? Yeah, it was totally just okay. It was nothing over. It wasn't good. They're telling you. They're like, it's okay, Cupid. Not great, Cupid. not the time I went on there. Not stellar, Cupid. Well, the funny thing yeah, is... Yeah, so then I went to Bumble. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Bumble, Bumble's good for girls, right? Because uh, you that's have right. to... That's right. If you can't tell, I do like making the first one. <laughs> 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 I do like being in control. Yeah, um, but that's how I snatched Jordan from yeah. the end. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I'm, I'm very open up that. Yes. Also, I use the word snatch. Was that bad? <laughs> no, I was going to ask our guest if he thinks we live in a simulation. Oh, Jesus. You can listen to too much Joe Rogan, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
That's a crazy question. You know, so I went to school for math. I have a degree in math. Oh, cool. Wow, like my twin. Like your twin. Yeah, your twin? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Identical? It's you. No, not identical. <laughs> a boy or a girl? <laughs> a girl. A girl? Yes. People say we sound the same. We look very similar. Wow. But I don't think we look like twins. We definitely look like sisters. But I'm a minute older. Gotcha. Yeah. You're always going to hold it over that, right? Of course. <laughs> what that 60 seconds for? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, she also has a degree in math. Interesting. Oh, that, that's uh, cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, a, I feel like my brain works a little differently. I, I've always, I'd like, like, I, I say that because of the math stuff and the simulation. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's patterns everywhere. And it's like, it's undeniable. I believe and, that. Yes. And it's crazy to think about. And I don't know. I mean, like, when it comes to stuff like that, uh, I, I don't, I don't even know what I believe in. Like, I, I believe in something in the universe that, like, we're here for a reason, right, man? Like, can't, can't be for nothing. Some days I'm like, it feels like it's, it's for nothing. But some days I'm like, it can't be for nothing, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I try to, that's why I try, I try to do the music thing. I try to do as much as I can to like get out of this life that I can. And, um, sometimes shit feels a little too calculated. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. You know, uh, like a, a good example is um, uh, I know somebody who bought a, a new car recently. And they got a bonus and the bonus was almost the exact cost of the public car and i'm like that's the fucking universe man. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, like it finds a way to he had no idea that he was getting the bonus mm-hmm. and it just like works itself out yeah it's like weird, weird shit like that I, too many things like that happen for a reason is 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 my point like yeah things, things like that really happen. do align yeah and it's, you're just like that's too weird yeah well we're happy the universe uh brought you to us to have this great episode um if people want to find your music or just follow you are you on any socials or on i am let us know plug it yeah so uh there's a website uh a-e-t-h the band.com eighth the band.com my buddy runs that um he also runs the instagram which is at eighth the band uh i run the facebook i don't even know if anybody looks at facebook anymore but it's facebook.com Backslash eighth the band, um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that's, awesome. that's all we're doing. I, I usually I, I run the Facebook and I post all of our new music uh, because the new kid haven't posted anything new recently, but we'll yeah. be posting new stuff soon again. What is the future of eighth? What is the, the next steps or what's going to happen or what? I mean, I don't I don't really know right now. My the the lead singer is uh, we'll say on a little hiatus. Um, so I'm, I have other songs that I'm working on with. It's going to be like guest vocals. That's what I'm doing right now. So that song I played for you, it's going to have a different vocalist on it than, than the eighth music. Um, and then I'm, I'm actually working on another song. Uh, it's like a, a heavier song, which I'm going to have another guest vocalist on that one. Um, and then I'm going to do some instrumental stuff. Uh, I got like a funk song I'm working on right now, which I've always wanted to do with slap bass and stuff like that. Cool. So it's like totally different than what I've ever done. So I'm going to try to do some songs that are like completely different than anything I've ever done. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And actually, there's another band, too, that I'm in called Structures in Silence. Uh, all their songs can be found on the Facebook.com uh, backslash 8th The Band as well, as well as on YouTube, if you go, if you uh, search us on YouTube. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much. Cool. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Anything to add? Okay, yeah. Uh, no, I was going to also have them end off by uh, ranking the five styles of beer. <laughs> five styles of beer the top style of beer the top three and the bottom two like what are my yeah. top five in your eyes i'm a double ipa guy all day long foreign objects yes. yeah look yeah. <laughs> at your beer there yeah uh, i actually got some treehouse beers in my fridge right now so if for any of those diehard beer fans uh treehouse is like the the place to go but uh double ipa stout um I used to love sours, but they're they're kind of falling off my list mm. now. Um, a really good, really good like crisp lager nowadays. But there's a lot of, a lot of places. There's a, there's a, a brewery in Brooklyn called Wild East that they they're making awesome lagers that like make you want to go drink lagers again. And then mm. uh, Suarez Family, which is somewhere in New York. I don't know if it's by Warwick, but uh, it's I think it's up further that I've heard further. very good things yes yeah, yeah. so a lot of like a lot of people get sick of, um, I know I'm going off on a tangent here sorry no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah a lot of people get sick and tired of like the hazy New England IPA so they're like let's bring let's go back to the days of like lagers and pilsners so like a lot of people are like putting that same sort of like focus into making good 
IPAs and they're putting it back into like making good lagers and pilsers and stuff. So you can mm-hmm. find some really good stuff out there. But um, I don't know if I can give you a top five. I mostly love IPAs. I'm mostly an IPA guy. I drink stouts. My wife likes stouts. So those are my, my top few favorites. Great. Well, listeners out there, uh, enjoy your beers. Enjoy your uh, marijuanas. And uh, have a great rest of your life. <laughs>